Welcome back to The Truth is Somewhere, where we talk about conspiracy theories and other things in that area. Megan, today what are we talking about? Actually, I'm going to start this with a question. Uh-oh. What year is it? I don't know. 2018. Wrong! Wrong. Well, I mean, that's what the Christians told us, at least. Yeah. That's actually what we're going to talk about today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, is, is timelines and how possibly the church might have screwed it up. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. They kind of just made it up as far as I'm concerned. So, to you and I, and most of you out there listening, it's 2018, current mm. era, or Anno Domini, depending on your academic or personal feelings. Uh, isn't it like AD, uh, Anno Domini? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. AD. yeah. yeah. Uh, but what if it isn't 2018? What? And what if there are 300 years of history that were just invented? I mean, yeah, I think I've heard of this before, but uh, please go on. Yeah, okay. So this is exactly what German historian Herbert Illig claims. In 1986, or rather 1689, Illig began work on his phantom time hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Illig believes that the years 614 through 911 current era never happened. Yep, those 297 years, they were just a myth. Wait, so that seems like a big stretch. Like, if he was just like... We started on the year 300 and some odd. I've been like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's easy to convince people that, you know, they just haven't updated their calendars that, you know, this, the the Catholic Church has been running for 300 years, you know, but for you to tell me that 600 to 900 disappeared is kind of, now we're starting to get far-fetched. Okay, but you okay. haven't heard all of his reasonings yet. Oh, please, let's hear yeah. it. Uh, so, yep, those years between 614 and 911. 911. Mm-hmm. They're a figment of the calendar's imagination. Okay. According to Illig. He started developing this theory after he realized that there is suspiciously little documentation from this time period. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that important historical figures from that time period, such as Charlemagne and Alfred the Great, were either great leaders from different time periods or entirely fictional. What about, what about, uh, what about Ragnar? Actually, I have that in here. Yeah? We're going to get to him. Oh, yeah? We're going to get to that. I have a rant coming, actually. Oh, a rant. There is a rant in your future. Yeah. Uh, So Illig specifically feels that Charlemagne's legacy was simply too fantastic to be real. Okay. Uh, For those of you who aren't avid history buffs, Charlemagne was also known as Carl and Charles the Great, Mm -hmm. and was an emperor who ruled much of Western Europe from what is known as 768 to 814 current era. Mm -hmm. He became ruler of present-day Belgium, France, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and Western Germany in 771, and his mission was to unite all Germanic peoples into one kingdom under Christianity. In order to meet his goal, he waged a three decades long war against the Saxons. And the Saxons were a Germanic tribe of pagans. Uh, in 1782, he ordered the slaughter of 4,500 Saxons in the massacre of Verden. And he eventually succeeded in converting the Saxons to Christianity and put to death anyone who refused to be baptized. Okay. I mean, I think that that makes sense. I, I think that there's not anything super crazy there. Mm hmm. Um, that's how you get people to convert. You yeah. kill everyone around them until they say, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, in 800, Pope Leo III crowned him emperor of the Romans. And while he was emperor, he brought about a renaissance with his focus on education and arts and ensured the survival of Christianity in the West. People today refer to Charlemagne as the father of Europe. Interesting. I've never heard that about him before. Yeah. I think Charlemagne is a pretty, um, like, I, I, 
I know I've read about him in school. Oh, yeah. Like, we learned about Charlemagne. In like, school, Charlemagne sure. is a huge historical figure. Mm-hmm. Just for him to be made up, probable, for sure. Probable. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I just think that it's, it's too big. Sure. Um, little tidbit about Charlemagne's personal life, because I just found this kind of interesting while I was reading. Mm-hmm. He had several wives and mistresses, and is thought to have had 18 children. A lot of kids. And he was supposedly a devoted father, but he was also patriarchal as fuck and wouldn't let his daughters get married until he died. He, like, forbade them from marrying while he was still alive. And this, this, I mean, I feel like this is just too much information for someone that's made up. Yeah. So, that's Charlemagne, in a nutshell. Yeah. And Illy pretty much thinks that he's basically like King Arthur. Okay. Like, King Arthur, there's a shit ton of information about King Arthur, right? But... But not real. Not real, Not sure. real. So he thinks that Charlemagne's essentially like King Arthur. Okay. He's fake news. Oh, you went there. <laughs> I went there. You went there. I went there. Good for you. I may be a little bit sorry about that one. You should be. <laughs> for once. Uh, so Illig also believes that the time leap was not an accident. Oh. Wasn't an accident. It was done on purpose. It's like uh, Windows 8 skipping to Windows 10. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. an accident. Did an iPhone just do it recently, too? Uh, Illich thinks that Pope Sylvester II and Holy Roman Emperor Otto III and Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII changed the calendar to make it appear as though Otto had begun his reign as emperor in 1000 current era. He started in 996 current era. Okay. So that's really, that's only four years. Uh, I, that sounds logical. That sounds like something that could have easily happened. Yeah. Um, Illich believes that the, the, that the three rulers began making up documents to back up their fraudulent claims that Otto began his rule at the millennia, and somehow throughout the, all their scheming and lying, 297 years were added to history. Wait, but if it was already nine, 996... And he just wanted to add four years. Like, that sounds stupid. Why would he add... So that's... We historically think it was 996. Oh, but really it was like seven something? Yeah. But he wanted it to look like it started in the millennia. I don't know. He They wanted to make it look like he started in the millennia, presumably so that they could say that they understood the Christian calendar. Like the Christian timeline, how important it was that it mm-hmm. was Anno Domini. Okay, so they're essentially saying everyone else had it wrong? Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're trying to adapt to Christianity is what what's happening. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, we understand that this is very important. So I took over at a very important date. I, I get it. It just seems... Silly? Silly. I mean, possible. Possible. Plausible, I guess. I sure. mean, in a, in a time when records were easily messed with and changed and you had rulers that could essentially just tell people to do something and they would have to listen... Um, okay. Yeah. Illig also points to the change from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a move the Catholic made in order to keep Easter at the same time every year. Sure. Um, the church's astronomers believe that there was a 10-day discrepancy between the calendars due to the Gregorian leap years. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically the difference there is that the Julian calendar had a leap year every year. Okay. Always. Where um, the Gregorian calendar has a leap year... Every f- four years, but not in years that are divisible by 100, but still in years that are divisible by 400. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Great video on that on YouTube. Yeah? Yeah, by um, 
Oh, it's okay to be smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. talk about the calendars and um, how we got to where we had where we were and how we used to have like I think it was only ten months at one point. Before mm-hmm. that, it was it was. Well, July got added by Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think August also... got added by Augustus, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just but know since I've seen it, but there, because it's a good October video. was supposed to originally be the eighth month, and now it's the tenth month because yeah, because they added confusing stuff in there. as fuck. Yep. Um. Anyway, so there was a 10-day discrepancy because of this difference in the leap years in the calendars. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Illig did some math by counting the number of leap years that would have happened between year one current era and year 1582 current era when the change was adopted, uh-huh. and discovered that the difference should have been 13 days, not 10. Okay. And his explanation for the church's discrepancy was that there was a smaller number of centuries between 1 and 1582 than the Pope was letting on, because they had already changed it. Okay. To subtract essentially 300 years. Sure. Um, so Illig's actually correct on his math. Like, actually, there was a 13-day discrepancy, not right. 10. Um, but the church wasn't intending to fix the discrepancy. Like, they weren't trying to, to go back all the way to one and, like, yeah, to make it up. They were trying to make Easter fall on the same time every year. Sure. So, um, so what they're saying is essentially to get Easter to fall at the same time every year, they skipped 13 leap years. Well, it's not 13, three. Three. Oh, three. that's what you were saying, saying 13. No, there was a discrepancy of 13 days. Oh, 13 not 10 days. days. I see. So they, sk- see. they skipped three days. And the, the, the reasoning for this is they simply wanted to bring Easter back in line with when it had been fixed by okay. the Council of, okay. uh, I think it's Nicaea. Mm-hmm. But I could be but wrong. But that's, that's what the church wanted. Yeah. That's why the church is saying. And that council set the time in year 325. Okay. So here's your difference of 300 years, roughly. I think I get it. Yeah. So what they're trying to say is like, oh, between 1 and 1582, there would have been 13 uh-huh. leap years. Okay. Not just 10. Not just 10. But because they weren't starting at 1, they were starting at 325 so that they could set Easter at the same time okay. as every, every year. So then then that 300. That 3, that is, three. doesn't matter okay. because they started later. Okay. 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 Does that make sense? Yes. Um. So the church hasn't... Has an, has a reasoning for it. The church has a reasoning for it. But Illich doesn't believe them. <laughs> I mean, they're the church. Why, yeah. would you, why wouldn't you? <laughs> nice save. Illich blames the reliance on written history and an inadequate system of dating medieval artifacts. His research shows that before 614 current era, there were several historically significant events. Mm-hmm. And after 911 current era, there were also historically significant events. But those 297 years in between, they were boring. It's pretty much, that's pretty much what he, like, not a lot of historically significant things happening between 614 and 9-11. Except for the Vikings. my rant. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. I have it written down. I have a rant. everything, yeah. But it starts with, it's a real bummer for us. For us. If this is true. Because we focus, in our medieval and reenactment group, on early 9th century Norse culture and basically, this means that either that didn't exist, uh-huh. or it was at a much, or it was much later or earlier than we thought, which okay. means that we are not in proper period when we're actually reenacting, which is annoying. And if you're a fan of the TV show Vikings, the real Ragnar Lothbrok w- made his way into history in 845 current era, at least as far as we can tell from the sagas. The earliest recorded Viking raids were in the 790s. Okay. Uh, so like. 
for me, where he's like, oh, nothing exciting happened between 614 and 9-11. Like, the fucking Vikings taking over Europe, like, the fucking Vikings taking over England, that's not historically significant and exciting. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, no, I think that that is exciting. Yeah. I think, I think it makes sense that, that there is like a, there is like a, uh, after, after Charlemagne, mm-hmm. there is like this calm after the storm. Because he, he brought about a, a renaissance in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not the renaissance. No, a but renaissance. a renaissance. Yeah. Right. So it makes sense that there would be a calming. Yeah. Uh, and there still is stuff recorded in that time. Just not even uh, just saying the um, the Scandinavians, mm-hmm. you know, and their re-entry back into um, continental Europe. You know, I guess main mainland continental Europe because Scandinavia still is continental. Mm-hmm. Continental, but uh, still, like stuff still happened in that time. Yes, maybe not as exciting. But fuck that! Like Vikings are super exciting. Right. But I, I might just be butt hurt because I really into Vikings. But there was a reason for my rant, and yeah. it's because Illig is ignoring an entire culture. Maybe he just doesn't find it interesting. <laughs> well, but like, fuck that though. Like, there's still something happening. I know, I know, and it's supposedly like that's really exciting stuff. When you know, finally, this one guy beat you know all the pagans in submission down in uh, southern and central Europe. Yeah. And then all the people up in the north were like, we're coming down. You didn't beat us all into submission. Right. Well, because, like, the Saxons and the 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 Norse, the medieval Scandinavian, uh-huh. they were all around at the same time period. Yeah. So, like, ugh. Yeah. I Like, this whole idea would be if Charlemagne is fake and everything he did to the Saxons is fake, that means that the Saxons were probably fake, which would mean that the medieval Scandinavians, the Vikings, were probably fake. And I just can't abide by that. I refuse. Yeah, I think that there is... I think that, based on what I know, the the North, the Norse, is the... The, um, the stick-in-the-wheel spokes for this theory. Mm-hmm. I think that they... They have... They may not have the most accurately recorded history in the world, but yeah. there's a pretty accurate um, accounting for them transitioning from... Uh, Viking to, or rather, um, like, Norse and mm-hmm. pagan to Christianity. Sure, and, like, there's there's writings from all sorts of different cultures that ran into them, because they weren't just raiders, they were traders. Like, they, right. they traveled everywhere. And, like, there's writings in the Middle East about them. Yeah, so, like, think... how could you how could you get the whole world on board? Like, I can I can get behind the idea that Europe got on board. That, like, the Catholic Church chose to do this thing, and Europe was like, yep, alright, because we're all Catholics right now. We back you on this. History has changed. But how do you get the whole world from differing religions to jump on board with this idea? Well, I I don't know how many religions at that point... um use the same calendar mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not sure i'm not privy on that i i would suspect though that there would be accounting from like arabic nations saying like these crazy motherfuckers right. last year they said it was the year 600 this year they're saying it's a new millennia do they not know how to count yeah they're, they're using our numbers yeah like right or like just the idea to me that there were writings about 
the Scandinavians in the Middle East yeah. during this time period. Unless it was really just, like, it was during, like, the 400s. Maybe. And really, truly, that whole time period was just made up. And, like, nothing happened during that time period. And we just think that it happened during that time period. But it really was, like, the 400s. Mm-hmm. Or, like, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I can understand a couple of years here and there. But being 297 years? Yeah. Chronological years. It's not, like, a couple years here, a couple years there. It's 297 chronological years. Yeah. It just seems... It seems really far-fetched to me. Like I said, I really yeah. think that... Uh, I think that if they took it off and they started... At the year 297, that that would make more sense. If they're yeah. just like, we're starting at the year 297. But it's, it's like almost 300 years in the middle of, of known history. Yeah. But it, here's the thing. Illig isn't the only historian to come to this conclusion. Okay. In 1995, Dr. Hans Ulrich Niemitz published a paper titled, Did the Early Middle Ages Really Exist? Dr. Niemitz concluded that no, they did not exist, and he uses most of Illig's arguments for his conclusion and said, quote, Nothing can be said about this period because no historical sources exist for the supposed reform in this period. I don't know how he can possibly think that no historical documents exist, except, okay, here's, here's, the, here's the ringer on this okay. thing. The early Middle Ages was a time of mass forgery. There was a whole archaeological conference about it in 1986. Apparently some documents that were forged by the Roman Catholic Church in the Middle Ages were created hundreds of years before what was written on them came to pass. Okay. But they were embraced by medieval medieval society as a fact. People were just like, yeah, okay, this happened. Cool. Uh, So either the person who wrote them was like a wicked good seer. Yeah. Or they were just making shit up. Like, just real obvious discrepancies in the dates. Like, I would be writing something today, like some sort of historical text, and I'm like, the year is 3022 okay. kind of thing. Except not quite that big of a gap. Right, right. It would be within that 300-year time frame. But still, like, like there's no way. Uh-huh. So you're saying that people in, like, the year 100 were writing about the year 300 equivalent. Yeah, kind of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, we know that the Roman Catholic Church was for sure making up some stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but we really aren't sure why. Like, why they were doing that. It, maybe it was to wrangle the, the masses. Maybe. Like, by instilling some sort of fake history into people. Like, maybe. remember when this happened or something. I don't know. Uh, Wait, so they were writing back or were they writing forward? They were writing forward. They were writing forward. That's not history. Though. I don't know. I don't know why they were doing it. Nobody knows why they were doing it, but they found tons and tons of forgeries like that from the Middle Ages, the early Middle Ages. Okay. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Um, But Illig thinks that it's because of the conspiracy to change the time that Otto became emperor. I mean, maybe. It could have also been like how um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, or yeah, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was a book about submarines. Yeah. Before submarines existed. Sure. That's true. My biggest issue with this, and we kind of touched on it a little bit with, with the rant about Vikings, is that there's, like, known history from other parts of the world during this time period. Yeah. Like, he's largely, he, they are ignoring the whole rest of the world. They're only looking at Europe. Yeah. And, like, it was known at that time, like, there are, there are writings about the fact that Byzantium and Islamic regions were at war at that time. So, mm-hmm. like, you had other regions warring during these years. But no, no, that's like not nothing interesting happened between yeah. six fourteen and nine eleven current era. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I guess I'm not scholarly enough on history for this to, like, truly argue it. But at the same time, it seems very far-fetched. Like, it's too far-fetched. And it just seems like t- the Middle Ages were kind of known for not being... And maybe this is what we've all been taught, mm-hmm. but, like, known for not being uh, the best as far as historical records go. Right. Well, and this this section of the Middle Ages is commonly referred to as the Dark Ages because yeah. there's very little about it. Well, I mean, it, ca- it came right after, well, I mean, a couple of hundred years, but it came right after um, the Romans, mm-hmm. like, as the Romans, who were in many ways a lot like the Greek. Um, they wrote down a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. They had libraries. They were very well educated. They were a lot more war centric than the Greek were, but it came. They were they were known for like um, more than war, art, right. and history, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And um, after that, when uh, Rome transitioned to Christianity, a lot of that stuff changed. They stopped being like that. They kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know the the full the full thing about it. I, I read about it a long time ago. So, like I said, I don't want to I don't want to spout out my my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just feel like saying three hundred years is missing yeah. is about as conspiracy as it gets. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's why we're talking about it. Sure. Um, I think my favorite part of that when I was reading this research, there was there was one article in particular where it was like. Well, it's not crazy people who are thinking these things because they're like highly educated scholars, they're highly educated historians. Mm-hmm. But I started to laugh a little bit because I can't. I think it was um, the Dyatlov Pass episode yeah. where, like, I was talking about that guy who said something about like the gravitational pull possibly like floating right. them along, and I was like, this guy's not like he's not stupid. He's really smart. Like he's a professor. Like sure. he knows what he's talking about. And we started talking about how like. Sometimes people who are that smart are a little bit crazy. And that's what yeah. I was thinking about with this guy was like, like, he's obviously a very brilliant historian because he went back and he's like looked at things and he, mm-hmm. I understand where he's going in too. some ways where he's like, I just feel like there's this gap because we don't have a lot of information and we don't have reliable sources and we don't have a way of knowing. And there could have been reasons for the Catholic Church to change things because they were sure. changing things. And it's not that they didn't, they changed the calendar. They did. And there was, they, they lost three days. They were just like, oh, we don't want these three days because it yeah. doesn't have anything to do with Easter, which fine, whatever. And then the Catholic Church was forging documents into the future for God knows what reason. Yeah. Like, I get where he's going with it, but I think that this is one of those instances where we're really smart, but a little bit unhinged. Yeah. I I mean, I think I've said this multiple times, and I'll pro- probably say it <laughs> multiple time. more times. Yeah. Mul- mul- uh, more times in the future. Rick Sherwood, you're our hero. Well, I mean, I wasn't, I guess, but that wasn't what I was going to say. Essentially is, if you want to find something, you will find it. If you want there to be some conspiracy where you're looking, Mm -hmm. you're You're going going to to find find it. it. You're going to find these little pieces that don't seem to add up correctly. We as humans are really good at finding patterns, even when there isn't a pattern. Yeah. Like you're just inventing the pattern in your head because you found something kind of funky. Right. So I, I really think that's what this is. Yeah. I think, I don't think he's wrong. I think there is a very, very high chance that we are definitely missing some years. Oh, yeah. With the calendar changes and yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it is, um, 
I think you could almost say without a doubt that, like, the calendar is not accurate yeah, yeah, yeah. down to, to year one, day one. Like, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually heard some people debate over whether we started on the year one or did we start on the year zero? And did we ever even actually start then or did we just go... Well, what year is it now? It's been it's been three hundred years, so we're gonna say it's about that time, right? So, um, and I've also heard theories that the Catholic, well, not, that the Catholic Church, and I, I don't mean to insult anyone's religion when I say this, essentially made up the change in religion religion from, uh, well, maybe not the Catholic Church exactly, but um, essentially made up Jesus. And made up a time, change in time, and said we're going to we're going to create yeah, this change. The no, not the Catholic yeah. Church. The Catholic, Catholic Church would have been made Came because after. of it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. but um, again, not insulting anyone's religion. Uh, not even saying whether I believe it or or disbelieve it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, but essentially saying that this is like that's actually a theory that people think that there's a good chance that just like 300 years later we just started the calendar sure. for whatever reason. Um, because they were like, well, it's been 300 years since this change, so let's just start here. And that's more likely than just, like, that's 297 random years missing. Just missing doesn't make sense Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. Right? Um, I kind of can understand some new ruler stepping up and saying, like, I'd rather be on the millennium. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And uh, people have been known for doing crazy things, but I just think that that change is so huge that how do you convert all of Europe to that? Yeah, that's what I don't How understand. How do you convert all of Europe and no records say that there was this change? I He argues that there's this big empty period. Well, I argue that there's a, an emptiness of this change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, there, that at that time period, there were travelers and merchants on every continent save for, um, save for Australia, the United States... And, uh, I want to call it the South Pole. <laughs> Antarctica? Antarctica, thank you, I couldn't think of it. <laughs> South Pole. Like, but otherwise... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, there were travelers, there were merchants, there were people traveling through all that. And there's nothing in the... That, in any saga, yeah. anywhere. Any poem, nothing. There's nothing yeah. about, like, these people over here, like, suddenly are living in 600 and it's still 300. The great year yeah. change, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. never happened. Yeah, I get it. It'd be one thing if, you know, they said, it's the year 300, and everyone's like, oh, really? How'd well, you figure? Well, because this was the time that Jesus died, and people were like, oh, he died 300 years ago? I figured that was right around the corner. Nope, that was 300 years, years ago. ago. Uh, and then people would be like, oh, okay. So the year's 300. Makes sense to me. You're telling a bunch of farmers, Sure. Yeah, they're I like, mean, okay, whatever. Like, we don't same, really care about what year it is. And we're going to keep doing the thing we're doing. And that's going to spread really well. But, yeah. like, you tell the farmers it's the year 300. And then 300 years later, they have all their families. They spread the year. Everyone knows what year it is. And then you go, no, no, it's the year 1000. And I think that there's going to be a lot more resistance to that change. Yeah, like, how did that happen? Yeah, because before yeah. that, there really wasn't there really wasn't a calendar. Like, we weren't counting the days like we are now. Right. Uh, we were certainly timing them. And maybe there were some. Obviously, the Mayans had a calendar. Yeah, I mean, you would think, like, probably the peasants wouldn't be counting, and they maybe wouldn't be, like, savvy of a calendar. So maybe that's how they could get away with it, is, like, the church is, like, 
go out and tell the masses that it's this year. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess years just pass by really fast. And then they, like, don't pay attention to how, like, slowly years are going after that. I guess. I don't know. I, like, I'm not defending it, obviously, because I think it's far-fetched and, and ridiculous, which is why I wanted to talk about it. I think it's plausible. I think it's improbable. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Phantom time hypothesis. It's truly the A year. Phantom. What would it be? 17? I don't know. 297? Hold on. Hold on. Nope. Not doing that math. Never mind. If you would like to uh, help us out. Be a friend of the podcast. You can jump on over to uh, iTunes and rate and leave a review to help people find us. Um, you can find us on Patreon at TTIS Podcast. Uh, you get videos and cool merch and discounts and other yeah, cool stuff. Please, please support us on that if uh, you really like this and you want to see more of it and you want to see uh, better quality. We actually had some skips in the audio this time. Hopefully it doesn't affect the podcast a whole lot, but we'd like to try to remedy some of that stuff. Some of that stuff. And with your guys' help, that can absolutely happen. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts, including YouTube. Um, and Spotify. I don't know if we ever announced that we actually hit Spotify. That's anywhere we, you can find a podcast. We got through on Spotify. Hooray. <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TTIS Podcast. And you can email us at thetruthissomewherepodcast at gmail.com. Agreed. The Truth is Somewhere, guys. Keep looking. Maybe you can tell us what year it is. <laughs>